You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening and welcome in. This is WWL Sports Director Christian Garrick. Breaking news out of Baton Rouge tonight. LSU and Coach Ed Ogeron are parting ways after the season. Multiple reports say Coach O had quote-unquote girlfriends women and children taking part in football drills during LSU practices, his personal life reportedly mixing with his coaches' coaching duties. Coaches on his staff reportedly frustrated over poor organization in the program and for weekly game planning. The decision to mutually part ways comes just 21 months. All right, we're going to send it to LSU Scott Woodward, the athletic director for the the 2021 season, but after that, the two will part ways. Chris Blair in the Capital One Studios with you coming up in just moments. Live press conference from the Lawton Room here on campus at LSU. Featuring both athletic director Scott Woodward and LSU head football coach Ed Ogeron. Again, in his sixth season for the Tigers, will coach for the remainder of the schedule, but will part ways at the end of the 2021 season. We now go to the Lawton Room with athletics director Scott Woodward. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being here on a Sunday. Uh, Before we talk business, I want to take a moment and and make some personal remarks uh, because this is real personal to me. This is a bittersweet day, and the reason I say bittersweet is is that the sweet part is I came here, and uh, yesterday we had a hell of a game, and the thing about it is Coach Ogeron has beat the Gators three times in a row, and that's all three years I've been here, Ed, and that's something I'm proud of. But uh, I want you guys to know Ed Ogeron's a friend. We're both Louisiana guys through and through. We both deeply care about this football program, and I will always be grateful for Coach Ogeron for leading the Tigers to the greatest season in the history of college football. With that said, the job requires us to set personal feelings aside and make decisions that are ultimately best for LSU. Since my first day back at LSU in 2019, Coach O and I have maintained an open and consistent dialogue about the state of LSU football. At LSU, we expect to compete for SEC and national championships year in and year out. We are proud of that standard and will always work to uphold it. Our last two seasons have simply not met that standard. When we evaluated our on-field results and the future of our program with President Tate, we determined that it is time for us to move in a new direction. That was LSU's decision, but it is one Coach O understands. It's clear in our conversations he wants what's best for LSU above all else. We've asked him, and he has agreed, to remain as head coach through the end of the 2021 season. We believe that gives our student-athletes the best chance for success this season. We believe it will help us in our recruiting efforts as well, 
And I know Coach O will continue to give everything he has because that's who he is and that's what he's always done for our state and for our university. His passion and pride for our football team and for our state are unrivaled and undeniable. The search for LSU's next championship football coach begins today. And while there will be plenty of time to discuss that in the days and weeks ahead, I believe today is about Coach O and what he has meant to this program. So in that vein, in that spirit, I will now give him the opportunity to say a few words. Thanks, Scott. First of all, I want to say that Scott's been up and up with me ever since he got here. We both from Louisiana. I knew the expectation of LSU. When I took the job, I told you that. I understand the expectation. I invite him. And, man, 2019, what a magical run. But you know why? Because of the players. We had great players, and we had great coaches here. The players make this program, and you're able to recruit great players here at LSU. But I knew we had to sustain that momentum, and we had to sustain that standard. And I know that the last two years hasn't been the standard of LSU. So when he came and talked to me after the Kentucky game, I knew that it was time. And I understand that. I understand the expectations of LSU. And I invited myself, and we did not meet him the last two years. I, I'm honored that I got to be the head coach at LSU. Uh, this uh, administration has treated me with class, with dignity. The whole time that I've been here, they've given me everything that we needed to have success. I met with the players today. It's the first time that I get to talk to the players before I wanted to talk to you. But I am happy that I can be the coach of the LSU Tigers towards the end of the season. And I promise you this, we're not going to blink. I'm glad we beat Florida. Tomorrow's going to be Tell the Truth Monday. And uh, we're going to be on the Ole Miss. And I'm going to take it one day at a time. But I'm always going to appreciate my time here. I have no regrets. Not one day. I was not going to have a bad day. I'm not going to blink. I told you guys that. You know, the circumstances that we haven't won enough games in the last two years, I totally get it. Yeah, and let's let's be brief because uh, you know I'll, you'll get a kick out of this and and the fun part. Uh, Coach O has not let go of the uh, remote watching film today on uh, Ole Miss, and uh, he's got to get his butt back there and continue to do that. So uh, with that, uh, we'll be a, happy to answer any questions. Michael, and just what did the players uh, say? Reaction, and how, how do you want it to go going forward with them and their focus? Nothing's going to change. I mean, we're going to focus on beating Ole Miss. We're going to take the same attitude that we had going into the Florida week. Uh, the players, you know, I just told them how it was. Nobody said nothing. Nobody talked. It was about five minutes. I told them exactly what I told you all. I understood the expectations of LSU, and I knew after the Kentucky game that we were heading down a road that, that wasn't positive for LSU and that there was going to be a change made, and I just felt that. Ed, when you left Ole Miss, you evaluated yourself and, and realized the mistakes you made. How do you evaluate yourself here? What do you think, I guess, the last two years went wrong for you? You know, I'm not the one to evaluate myself. I'll let y'all do that. Y'all do it enough. <laughs> I could care less about it. <laughs> You've often talked about this. I, I know at, at Ole Miss you were, did want to micromanage coaches. Do you think at times here that you were – a bit too much CEO and maybe not enough hands-on? Uh, no, not at all. I don't regret a minute. Uh, I think we did it the right way. Uh, no excuses. I think we did it the right way. And, you know, hey, when you win, you're doing everything perfect. When you lose, you're not. That's just the way it is. Coach, someone who watched the game yesterday said it, it seemed like a, a weight was lifted off of you coaching that game yesterday. Do, do you think 
this will be you'll have some fun with it maybe is there any weight lifted off you not now that this is kind of cleared up or yeah uh the weight was lifted off of me because I felt like we were going to win. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was yesterday. You know, I didn't, you know, didn't know everything's going to be finalized, you know, but now, you know, it, that doesn't matter. That's not the way I'm going to coach. That's not the way I'm going to be. I'm going to be the same guy I was today and be the same guy tomorrow with this football team until my last day here at LSU. Ed, where do you think it went wrong? Do you feel like it was a lack of focus? Was it just the perfect storm to get to the top and things kind of, Conspired against you to, to get to where we are now. You know, I, I've been I've been really concerned with the day to day process of what what's been going on, and uh, you know I've never looked at it like that. What went wrong or nothing like that. I don't have the answer. If I have the answer, what went wrong, I'd have fixed it. Uh, hey, coach. Um, just with recruiting, and I know that's your one thing you're yeah. been huge on in the transfer portal. How the next month and a half? How do you handle that? Talking to parents, talking to kids, talking to kids on the I'm team. I'm going to come to LSU. I'm still recruiting players. Tell them to come to LSU. This is a great place. I recruited them to come to LSU. Why would I tell them any different now? So I'll tell them to come to LSU. This is a great place. They can hire a great coach. You can have great success here at LSU. My, my uh, message to, to the recruits will not change. I met with two today. Ed, yeah. do, do you plan on coaching next year? No. Was that? I want to take a little time off. You know, I'm 60 years old. I've coached for 37 years. Uh, I think I'm going to have enough money to buy me a hamburger. And uh, every once in a while, maybe a double meat cheeseburger. Sonic. But I want to take a little time off to find out what direction I want to be in. You asked me if I think today I'm not going to coach. That, that might be different a month from now. But right now, I want to take a little time off, spend with my kids. Ed, how does it feel to have go from a high to a low like this? Just two years ago, you you know, national champions, and now this is the end result. You know what? That's not the way I live my life. You know, that's the wrong way to live. You know, I live my life one day at a time, take things on as they come. I've never changed my attitude towards LSU. I've never changed my attitude towards life. It, the, all those external things don't affect the way I live. I won't let it. Coach, you said after the Kentucky game, things weren't going down the right road. But, I mean, it looked like they were going down the right road yesterday. So, I mean. Well, I just felt after the Kentucky game, them rushing 330 yards, rushing on us. It just wasn't LSU style of football. And I knew it went pretty. I just, you know, I was embarrassed. Oh, it's right here. I'm sorry. Up here, uh, Coach Joe Garland. Um, your love for LSU, is that the reason why you're finishing out this season? Uh, most times when coaches are told they're not coming back next yeah. year, they just want to call it a day and move on there. Yeah. What is the, the motive to stay here the entire season when you know you're no yeah. longer going to be well, here? Well, I've been telling them, kids, we, we, we're going to finish. We're not going to blink. I'm going to be right there with them. That's the reason. Scott and I mutually, mutually agreed. But I'm going to finish with this team. I, I love this team. I love being with these guys. I love LSU. And the day I leave here, I'm going to live everything I can every day. You're listening to a live press conference with LSU coach Ed Ogeron and Scott Woodward, the athletic director at LSU. Ed, Both have agreed to Ed, mutually right. part ways. Coach O will um, finish the season. All the players that you're without now, uh, you know, this season that, that has gone on through this, this year with all the injuries and you have a player who's academically ineligible, did you, did, did you ever want to say, hey, look, if it weren't for these things, I'd be winning? Did you, did you ever want to, I mean, look for an excuse? Never. Never. We'd be far without them. 
We did the same thing last year. So, hey, you know, I, I, I wouldn't change a thing, not a thing. This week you told us that the Gator Chomp was one of your favorite memories. <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot of favorite memories yeah. of uh, your, your time here at LSU, but uh, would, you got any that come to mind other than that? You know, definitely the championship year. There's a lot of great memories during that championship year. A lot of great memories. I can't sing a lot one with a lot of great memories. Uh, Coach, um, you mentioned that you're still meeting with recruits. You met with two today. What exactly are you telling uh, telling to the recruits if they know you're not going to be here next year? Are they tell me that uh, what what's tell them yeah. that I love LSU and I was telling them the right thing before I before I'm not going to be here and I still have the same feelings about it. Coach, do you feel there's some greatness in this team left as you make your I last run? There's a lot of fight in this team. I love the way we ran the ball yesterday. I love the way we stopped the run. I think Glenn Logan really helped us coming back. See Ty Davis-Price and see the offensive line gelling like we did and us sticking to the run and being recommitted to the run. But we're going to take it one day at a time. Hey, tomorrow is Tell the Truth Monday. Uh, we're going to get on the Ole Miss. And, uh, and it's, a big, it's a big job ahead. But, you know, we have a, a tough schedule ahead. We'll take it one day at a time. I'm glad we got this out of the way tomorrow so we can focus on Ole Miss. And if you reach a bowl game, do you think you'll coach in the, in the bowl as yes. well? Yes, yes. Ed, whether it was fair or not, okay, a lot of people are making a big deal out of what happened last year with with the African-American players on the team. Can you clear that up as to exactly what's your take on what happened with that situation? You know, that was a thing that was oh, – go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I can, I can clear it up. It had nothing to do with this decision. You know, and, and Coach can talk about his personal feelings, but it was wins and losses on the field and where this, uh, where this program was going. You know, that was something that was going on across the country. I mean, it's, it wasn't just here. So, but I think we dealt with it. I think we've uh, we've made positive progress towards the things that were wrong. And uh, I think LSU, I know LSU is heading in the right direction. I don't feel that at all on this year's team. Not at all. Hey, Coach O, did, uh, who have you talked to in your family? Did, how did those conversations go with that, you know, you told them that you were no longer be the coach well, at LSU? Yeah, good. I, I talked to my sons. Obviously, we discussed it, and uh, they're fine with it. They're disclosure. They both want they all, all three of them want to coach. I'm about to help them coaching. I talked to Coco. I ain't going to tell you what Coco said. <laughs> she wanted to make sure I got my money. <laughs> We, we've seen this with Coach Maneri this year, but he, he said he was going to stay in Baton Rouge. Have you, have you thought about that, or is that too far down the road? You know, there are some things I want to do. Uh, and there are some uh, places I want to go and some things that I want to be part of, but I'm not really sure yet. You better come hang out down the bayou with me, though. That's right. And I think, excuse me, I think it was in this room five years ago that you brought out the rope and, and you wanted to change every, you know the program as, as you came on as the interim I guess five years later from now as you sit here today just sort of what's going through your mind on your tenure I know you said you, you don't have any regrets you would have done things differently but yeah just sort of what's going through your mind when you think over the last five years now well it's a great run you ask me it's a great run you know to, to uh to go 15 and 0 and have one of the best football teams ever to play not every person gets a chance to say that and it's let me say it, it was because of the players and because of the assistant coaches we had 
But, you know, the last couple of years are not the uh, standard of LSU, but I have no regrets. I know I went to work as hard as I could every day, tried as, as hard as I could every day, and that's all you can ask. Hey, uh, Scott uh, Garland here. Um, getting this out of the way now, does this give you a leg up? How does this give you a leg up in getting your coaching search? You said it started today. Have you already started reaching out? H how has the process begun for you? You know, Garland, there'll be a time and a place for that. And today's about Coach O and this team, and we'll talk about that later. We have plenty of time to do that. Thanks, uh. Uh, Coach. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to the next coach that you learned over the last couple of years, what would it be? Not my job. Not my job to do that. Scott, you just said it's about Coach O. Just if you would elaborate more on, on, you know, there is such a tie with this state to that man, you know, yeah. and likewise, I guess it's going to be difficult. It's going to be odd, right? But, like, just what he's meant to the program and the athletics. Yeah, like I told you personally, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be difficult and different for me because, you know, every day uh, I'd see Parker and I'd see Tyler and when Cody came to town I saw him and I'd see O every day. You know, I, I tried to make this program as good as, we, as I could and I was part of this with O. You know, I, you know here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm LSU and that's who I am and O was part of that. And we tried to get better every single day and tried hard every single day. But... It is. It's it's going to be something that that I really miss because Ed's a friend and he's a Louisianian through and through, and we have a lot in common, you know. And we 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 know these things, and uh, I can't say that about everyone I've been in business with. And and this guy accepted me from day one, and uh, accepted me as a partner. And I asked him uh, if he would, and that's how I approached it. And we did. And he let me be a part uh, as as little as I did in that 19 year, be as something that was really, truly special, and uh, I'll forever have that with O, and we'll have that bond and, and the hard times uh, because he didn't make excuses, and as he says, it's not a cliche. You guys think it's coach speak. It's, he doesn't blink, and that's who he does. That's who he is. He's positive. He's looking at things uh, the right way, and, and like a true Louisianian, he loves those boys more than anything in the world, and, man, when you do that, you go a long way with Scott Woodward. All right, that was LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward, LSU football coach Ed Ogeron, announcing the decision that the school and Coach O have mutually agreed to part ways at the end of the season. It was interesting to hear Scott Woodward's description early on to start the press conference, called this, this moment bittersweet. Coach O is a friend, he acknowledged. And he said he, Scott Woodward will always be grateful to Coach O, uh, but they had to move in another direction, a new direction. And Coach O has agreed to remain until the end of the 2021 season. Lots to wrap your head around here. A lot of questions that I'm going to bring up and a few things that, that are just in my mind that, that I, I don't have answers to, but I'm thinking about. Coach O went on to say the last two years weren't the standard at LSU. Nine and eight since winning a national title are the Tigers. He said he met with the players. He says he has no regrets, and due to circumstances, that's where a word I got hung up on. He said due to circumstances. Well, what are those circumstances? That part was oddly vague to me. Um, and he said he's not. He doesn't intend to coach next year, uh, but he is going to get paid through 2025, not the 11 million dollar buyout that it would take after this year. But he is going to get paid. He's still going to be a part of the pro, uh, part of the university. 
uh, making appearances, et cetera, et cetera. It sounds like Coach O is, um, I think, probably perhaps going to be a, a figurehead, uh, um, a celebrity. I mean, look, let's face it. He brought a program back from when Les Miles drove it into the ground and brought him a national title, not only a national title, but perhaps the best college football season of all time, 15-0, beating seven top ten ranked opponents that season. So you can never take that away from him. If you're a Coach O fan or a Coach O hater, you can't take that away from him. That is in the history books. What I was disappointed by is nobody addressed the reports. Nobody forced them to address the reports alleging that coaches on his staff were upset and frustrated over his organizational skills, not being prepared. He said that after the loss to Alabama, I mean to, to Kentucky, that he was embarrassed. And I just find it odd that this started happening last week, but yet they beat Florida this weekend. And it's almost a concession of we can't turn the season around. That's not like Coach O. There's something to this that we have to get to because I don't see this as they're couching it, as this is just mutually parting ways. It's not to the standard. Coach O was very uh, jubilant about, you know, he was making jokes about how he can afford a hamburger or, or maybe even dress up the hamburger, et cetera. Uh, and he, he even mentioned, he said, his kids said, make sure you get your money. He did that. We'll get to that. I just find several of these things at least questionable and the, the, the timing of it in particular. Because Coach O that I think the public expects is a guy that, doesn't take deals and says, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight and fight like hell to keep my job. We just beat Florida, and there's a chance that they could beat – I mean, there's always a chance that you could beat Ole Miss. I didn't see it happening. I don't see it happening. But the mentality in Coach O's mind is I can, I can beat Ole Miss. I can maybe beat uh, Arkansas. Sure, I might lose to Alabama, but I can beat uh, Arkansas, I mean, Ole Miss – Texas A&M, I mean, it just seems odd to me in a lot of a lot of levels. And there were reports, though, that Coach O had girlfriends, quote-unquote, women and children taking part in football drills during LSU practices, and his personal life was mixing with his coaching duties. None of that was addressed in his press conference. Some of that, I, I think that the media should have brought that up. I'm surprised they didn't bring it up. But there you have it, LSU and Coach Ed Ogeron, 21 months removed from a national title, are moving on. Mind-boggling to think about. It's unprecedented. It, it, it doesn't happen. It happened after two years with Gene Chizik and Auburn. But I just think there's more to this. And maybe that's just me being cynical. I don't know. Or maybe my intuition's right. But this seemed like a really jubile press conference for basically the announcement of an end of an era for Coach O and the LSU Tigers after five years. And two of them, the last two have been bad. 500. And I know Coach O acknowledged the standard. Didn't have, didn't meet the, the standard. But it just seems strange to me that Coach O would, would accept an agreement because I think something else might be coming down. And, look, they're, they're firing him without cause, so he's going to get paid through 2025. 
and that could, you know, that could be the agreement is that's the reason why they came up with that agreement is that, you know, if they fire you with cause, then you don't get that payout. That might be the incentive as to why Coach O took this deal. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.